0: You are listening to the Calvary Catechism Leftovers Edition, where we dive into quick topics and conversations and even questions without notes, without preparing beforehand. You get to hear our conversation in real time. And today's conversation, we talk about what about COVID restrictions? What about things that the government has asked us to do that we may not necessarily want to do? We hope this is an encouragement and a help to you as you navigate through these complicated times. Welcome to episode number two of Leftovers not of the Cal Catechism, but of this edition of the Cal Catechism that we call leftovers where we work out issues in real time without talking about it and we just said we literally how we've done this so far as we we sit here in the booth and we say, what do we want to talk about and it yeah. was brought up the topic of COVID and specifically COVID restrictions. How do Christians think about and deal with COVID restrictions like masks and social distancing and shutdowns and all that kind of stuff? How do we think about it? How do we talk about it? There may be some disagreement with me and Travis. We are not. We haven't really talked about this a ton yet. No, we so, actually haven't
1: talked about it at all. Um, so
0: here we go. What, what do we think about that? I'm gonna let you go first
1: so I can disagree with you. Yeah, so um, throw it all away. Um, <laughs> just, no, I'm just kidding. So I think that I think that we have to make a separation real quick. Um, when it comes down, this is just these are just my thoughts. When you, you can't say COVID restrictions are the same thing within the church and within just your normal everyday life at the grocery store and at work.
0: All right, flesh that out. I'm not sure I'm tracking with you.
1: Yeah. So what I'm saying there is that the the restrictions that the government is imposing on people when it comes down to COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, cannot always be faithfully applied to the church when we're trying to obey the Word of God.
0: Okay, give me an
1: example of that. So uh, something that's going on very, very heavy in the news right now is John MacArthur's church. He is a pastor out in uh, L.A., California, Mm -hmm. where they're telling, I mean, I've heard and I've read off just uh, the massive list of requirements that California is currently imposing mm-hmm. on the church there mm-hmm. basically saying you guys can't even you guys can't even sing you can't gather inside the building it has to be you guys have to be in cars you can't uh, it, it, it's insane the amount of restrictions that are going on right and when you start to tell the people of god that you cannot sing in church right that you literally can't or how about this you cannot gather anymore right when it comes down to something that is truly not life or death for the vast majority right. of the population, then you start dabbling into, you know what, I, I, I don't have to... I'm going to have to obey God and not man. Right. Okay? Right. And that's the difference I'm making here. You can't take that situation with the Church, though, and apply it to every other aspect of your life. Right. Meaning, if you're at work... And the government's saying, stay six feet apart, wear your mask, and you guys can't do X, Y, or Z while you're at work. Okay, well, listen to them. Right. Then do what they yeah. say. There's no reason to disobey at that there, point. There's no reason to disobey at that point. We're not We're not in church. It's, it's, not, it's not a sin to do that. Right. So we have to make a difference in how we apply it. Yeah. That's the very first thing I would say.
0: No, I think we're in agreement there. Um, and let me bring up an interesting point. So here at Mission Way at the church we're at... Um, When this all started, we, like just about every other church in America, for a few weeks did not physically gather. We went completely online. Yeah. Somebody asked me the other day if I would still make that same decision knowing what I know now. Mm. Um, I think I would, and here's why. Um, Because when this all started, when the virus first hit, we didn't know exactly the extent of what it was going to be. Oh, yeah. Everybody was telling us millions of people are going to die. Yeah, And so if it were true that millions of people in America were going to die and die quickly, like not just over a long period of time, but like, almost immediately was kind of what we were being told then it it yes for the safety temporarily let's let's not meet physically right that can't be a permanent thing so I would probably still make the same decision um, but we're open now and we, we've still got restrictions we can be six feet apart we wear masks as we walk in I allow people to take them off when they get in their seat if they want to um, and and so I think we're in agreement there I think that there's this mindset that says well um, I just think it's ridiculous that the government is asking me to do that so what? Yeah, God has placed them in is. authority over you. Yeah. God, I mean, I'm not saying, we're not arguing whether or not the restrictions are, are wise or right or not. Th- that's not the argument here. The argument is saying, as a Christian, um, Peter says, we read this passage in our last, last leftover episode, that uh, we're supposed to honor the emperor. We're supposed to respect those, be subject to those who are in authority over us. Yeah. Whether we agree with their decisions or not. Now, if they're asking us to do something that's sinful, this is the distinction you're making, Travis. Mm-hmm. If it comes to the church world and they're saying you can't gather, you can't sing, you can't preach the word of God, we say no.
1: Sorry, we can't yeah. do that. Right? Yeah, we want to. We want to default to submission, and mm-hmm. and as much as we can. Um, I'll be honest with you, uh, uh, it's it's a lot of the arguments that typically get thrown at. Like Kenny and I, mm-hmm. uh, we're we're really in in agreement with this. It sounds like, and what people typically throw our way is, well, the Constitution says. Mm. They're, they're taking away X, Y, and Z. This is our freedoms, bro, and da 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 da, da. Well, let, let, me, let me make a statement real fast. I don't care. Um, uh, this may rub people the wrong way. But the Constitution is not the Word of God. Mm. Point blank, period. That's not what we submit to. That's not what we obey. And that's not what... Uh, uh, when we die and we go before the throne of God... We have to be held accountable for every single word that came out of our mouths. He's not going to say, well, did you stand up for the United States Constitution? Right. So let me flesh that out a
0: little bit because I, I, I'm tracking with you. I don't know that everybody is. Yeah, do it. So, so if the Constitution you know, gives you the right to, if you think the Constitution gives you the right to not wear a mask, for example, yeah. and yet the government's telling you to wear a mask and you're saying, well, you can't tell me that I have to because of the Constitution. You know what? The Word of God said, submit to your governing authorities. Amen. So the higher authority there is the Word of God, which says to submit. I'm not saying that you, can't, you should not peacefully and humbly protest some of these things, like in, in, in the sense of fight for, fight against government overreach, all that. You, you can do all of that, mm-hmm. but do it in a way that is submissive to the government. Exactly. Exactly as as much as possible, so far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone, and as far as it depends on you, submit. I, I like to use the, the phrase, uh, uh, submission should be our default, or something like that you said?
1: Yeah, our default should be submissive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Good. Well, let's think about this for a second, guys. What happens when, which is very common right now, um, you have a believer, a fellow brother or sister in Christ. I can think of somebody in my life who... I dearly love. Who's in a who's of the different opinion of you? Who mm. um, I stand. So do do I personally want? This is just me being extremely real right now. Do I personally want to go out and wear masks everywhere I go? No. No. no, I don't. No, I don't. Do I think that it is even necessary in all contexts? I would argue no. And and that's and and you know what? That's just my personal view on it. Okay. Now hear me out for a second. I have people in my life who I love dearly who are a different opinion of me. Okay? They're just like, "No, absolutely not. I need I absolutely you have to wear masks. Everybody have to everybody has to wear masks. This is a this is an emergency. This is urgent." Mm. You know, what happens when brothers and sisters are are on different sides of the chasm here and we're in what are you going to do? I would argue, I mean, this is going to be, I'm I'm using a biblical principle here, there's going to be differences, obviously, in 1 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9, that says, but take care that this freedom, Mm. okay, of yours does not somehow become a stumbling block to the weak. Mm. Okay, so there's, I mean, just think about it for a second, guys. If we're sitting here and wearing a mask is going to cause peace and comfort and and it's just going to it's going to help promote peace within your relationship with another brother or sister in Christ, then you need to just default once again to submissiveness, and you need to defer. That's the word. You need to say, you know what? I'm going to wear a mask.
0: So this is coming to mind, and I'm literally thinking through this real time, so um, you may have to correct me. I don't know. probably will. It's <laughs> <That's> a joke. <laughs> uh, the Jews came to Jesus. I think the Pharisees specifically came to Jesus, and they said, "Should we pay taxes to Caesar or not?" Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. They were being overtaxed. Uh, I think something like ninety percent of their income was being taxed. Yeah. They were um, losing money. <laughs> Caesar was being abusive with his power. Um, he was he was uh, in many ways um, just a horrible ruler, not a good ruler. Yeah. Um, and they were saying, "Should we pay taxes?" And Jesus says, can you bring me a coin? They bring it to him, and he says, whose likeness and inscription is this? Well, it's Caesar's. Well, give to Caesar what is Caesar's, and give to God what is God's. Um, yes, you may be being abused in the taxation system here in Rome. They may be overreaching in their authority. Good word. Give to Caesar what is Caesar's, and give to God what is God's. Don't forget your higher authority. Mm-hmm. Your higher authority is God. Um, man, that that's crucial because... Um, we're not taught. We're not taught to have our default to be civil disobedience. We have our default is submission, mm. and we submit to governing authorities, and then ultimate submission to God. Amen. So if if our submission to governing authorities contradicts our submission to God, that's when we don't submit to government. Every other time we submit to government, whether you like it or not, whether it's wise of the government to ask you to do it or not, it doesn't matter. Unless it contradicts your submission to God, submit to the governing authorities. This is a good, there's a passage that says, this is a good and pleasing thing in the sight of God. Mm.
1: That's that's sweet. No, I mean, and, and then the heart of the question then becomes, simply, after everything, all the groundwork that we just laid, um, if you are in a grocery store or at work, and or you're just in a little mom-and-pop shop, and they say, you have to wear a mask, mm. then wear your mask. <laughs> at that point, mm. we're called to submit to the authorities that be. That's it. We're not talking about the church. We, we, we've we already made the distinction. We've already gave the caveat. We've already explained that. But I'll be honest with you, the vast majority, like 90-something high percent of the instances that we're dealing with right now doesn't have to do with sin. Mm. It has nothing to do with sin. It's it's you going inside Publix to get a rotisserie chicken, and they say that you gotta wear a mask. Yeah. And, you're, and, you're, and your heart is boiling within you, and you're like yeah i ain't gotta do that well uh yeah you do according to god you do uh, yeah you
0: do yeah that and this rubs people the wrong way um some people say to me well you know if i if i submit to if i have to wear a mask in public what's next so they're, next they're going to tell me that that i'm not allowed to to uh preach the name of jesus okay but Golly, they say that, that's jump then we'll disobey
1: <laughs> yeah yeah that's
0: that's my response they're like okay Mask. I understand that mask may not necessarily be this massive deal, but what's next? I'm like, we'll figure that out when we get there. If the next thing they ask me to do causes me to disobey God, then I will disobey them. But right now, wearing a mask doesn't cause me to disobey God. Um... And and we understand there's a lot of nuance to this conversation because there are people with medical conditions who really feel that wearing a mask mm. complicates that. We're not talking about that, okay? Like yes. we understand there are exceptions exactly. to everything here. There's but, anomalies. Yeah. Please get that, okay? So we're not just saying like wear a mask no matter okay, we we get it. But generally speaking, overall, ask yourself, am I really seeking to honor God by honoring the emperor here?
1: Right. And and you know, and also in addition to that, we're also we would both agree i would i would think that there yeah we're not even saying that there's not a constitutional argument to make mm-hmm. Absolutely, there's a constitutional argument to make, yep. and there are. Trust me, I mean, right now everybody can well know and go look it up. There are all kinds of lawsuits floating around and right. seeing, you know, the Supreme Court's dealing with stuff. Is this constitutional? What is? What's not? We're not saying there's not a constitutional argument to be made, but we're. But what we're saying is the current law of the land is what it is, yeah.
0: and we're not saying that those constitutional arguments don't have a place. Exactly, we're then. saying they're it's, not ultimate.
1: Yeah, it's fine to have one, and, and 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 a lot of them need to be had, and yeah. I. Think And we actually would both agree that constitutional arguments at various times throughout history are huge, they're important, they have uh, biblical moral implications to it and ramifications, so it's good. But our point here is, though, the law of the land right now is what it is. It's not telling us when it comes down to, like, work and grocery stores, it's not telling us to sin. Mm. So let's submit to the higher, the highest throne that be, which be Christ in his word and that should be it. Yep. I was kind of hoping we would actually disagree on this, but we don't. So I know um, I, I gave some topics before this episode yeah. that yep. said uh, that we would disagree on, but he's like, no, we can't do that. If
0: you if you haven't noticed, uh, Travis and I disagree a lot. Um, <laughs> but you guys just don't see it. Not on this podcast
1: a ton. Um,
0: but you know we we may we may get into a debate on this. I just told him 15 minutes isn't long enough for some of those conversations. That's the problem. So
1: Well, I also made a promise before we conclude. What? Favorite leftover meal. Oh, that's right. So um, my favorite leftover meal um that, that the best thing to eat the next day? Cold pizza. Cold pizza, man. You can ah,
0: Yeah, my favorite it. my favorite leftover meal is one of two things. Okay. Um is this some kind of like One of them is a Bahamian. Bahamian? I knew it. Yeah, one of them is Bahamian. It's um, called beef scow. Beef scow is basically just uh, uh, canned corned beef with like tomato sauce and stuff. And you cook it with potatoes and onions and carrots and white rice. Hmm. Um, Very simple. Sounds like maybe not, but love it. Uh, Lily loves it as well, by the way. And and Jenna likes it. And uh, one of my favorites. And leftover, it's better probably than when you first eat it. And then the second one, sorry, I have two, is something my mom makes. She calls it honey chicken, um, and it's just like fried chicken with honey. Uh, pretty simple. But okay, her, pretty her, simple. <laughs> her honey chicken fried. Fried
1: and, chicken uh, leftover the next day? Typically, that so For
0: some reason, it's just better to me. That's cool. And I Man. eat it cold. I have to eat it cold. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. But. I try that. It's great. I would so do. That. Right now, um, you probably stopped listening by now, but <laughs> Travis and I are just talking. We're over time, and it's okay. I have to tell Travis this on air just so it's on record. Yeah. Right now, in my fridge, I have <laughs> I have some burnt ends Ooh. that I'm about to go home and enjoy. Wait. Yeah,
1: we need to uh, we need to set something up soon. Yeah. Or my bride and I need to come over, and we need to enjoy meat.
0: Yeah, we're going to do that soon. Um, so that's it for this episode of the Leftovers. Hey, send us some uh, things you'd like us to talk about in this episode. So the longer episodes may not be for you, but these shorter ones may be. That's part of our reason for doing this. That's that's great. Um, so if you got a topic you'd like for us to discuss in real time, send it to us, and we promise not to discuss it beforehand. We promise to just jump in and do it. Dive in, baby. All right. Until next time, y'all. Bye.